Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! And we are here. Welcome to Jobber Talk. My name is Martin. Today we're gonna review PWR Renaissance 2018. August 26, 2018. It was at the Power Max Center Spotlight at Circuit Makati. May you note this that this is the first time that Renaissance was at the Power Mac because la the first two Renaissances were at MCS Arena. Third one was at the Unilab by Nihon Center and last year was at Fisher Mall in QC. So this is the first time we get to see Renaissance inside a Power Mac, baby. It was interesting to note because, you know, Power Mac has been a venue for PWR since, yeah, since PWR Live Sugod. So this is kind of awesome to see Renaissance in full force at the Power Mac. And I love the venue so much as part of the, well, it is one of my favorite venues aside from MCS in a, you know, in a personal standpoint. But I know some of you guys have other venues that you may like as the wrestling venues for PWR or MWF. You can hit me up on the comments below, but that's not the point here. The point now is let's go on and start with the pre-show match. The first match, we got Capitan PWR, Mr. Taco Taco Burrito, and he seemed to have gained a bit body. He He's kind of taller since the last time. So last time we saw him, he was shrinking and shrinking. He got so lightweight, but now he's like back to normal. I guess uh, he's trying a new diet or a new, you know, a new workout regimen. But he looks great. I love seeing this guy, like any shape or form that he is. But what I did not love was that he got, oh wow, he got beaten up so bad by his opponent, the Apocalypse, the inaugural all-out war champion. The Apocalypse was his opponent, and even though Capitan PWR tried his darnest to kick the apocalypse's ass it was all for naught cause dude it just takes one death bell and it's kaputski for uh capitan pwr it was a short but enjoyable first match um like i said it's always a joy to see capitan pwr in any shape or size that he is now let's go on to the next match which was supposed to be scheduled as the Golden Lovers Unite. Well, this was a match that was originally scheduled to be a one-on-one -on -one match between Brad Cruz and Mikada, former tag team partners, aka uh, Golden Brown Lovers, unofficially called the Golden Brown Lovers. Yeah, they were gonna fight, but since Mikata had this ninja with him, Brad Cruz said he had a friend called Samoan Papa to even up the odds. Sadly, even Samoan Papa attacked him from behind so it became a three-on-one so it was Samoan Papa the ninja and Makata assaulting Brad Cruz inside the ring we even had a ninja chant for Makata's ninja I don't know why because <laughs> he's got a cool but what's not cool here is that apparently Brad Cruz has puggy problems he looks so damn good that no one wants to be his tag team because they feel like they're overshadowing. Oh, well, they feel like he is overshadowing them with his good looks. 
I cannot relate to Brad Cruz because I don't look that good. So I feel bad for you, Mr. Cruz. I really hope that someday there will be a partner for you. There will be this tag team partner for you who will stick through you through thick and thin. And maybe in the future, you will overcome the trio of Mikata, the Ninja, and Samoan Papa. Though I feel like there's another ninja that's hiding behind the ring somewhere. So that's like a four-on-one. But I'm not good in math. So let's... How about we just go on to the main show? Because I am pumped up for this first match. Let's talk about the first match. And the first match featured three tag teams of PWR. Which were the YOLO Twins. The returning... Deadly Sins, composed of Mike Madrigal and Vlad Sinsik, and the Kaka Ebros who were looking for their second win. And speaking of the Kaka Ebros, they put off yet again one of my favorite intros. You know, my brother from mother another. And if you're not done with that, we got two words for you. Sounds like good. Uh, I really enjoyed that uh, opening spiel. It's like... It reminds me of the New Age Outlaws, uh, the Road Dog, Jesse James, the badass Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws, but this time it's the Kaka Ebros, and it sounds like better for me. And let's go on to the match. It was funny because way before the match started, when the YOLO twins were gonna do their YOLO pose, Marky and Kendrick attacked them from behind. So it was like a brawl from the get go. And we saw like a dive from the outside of the ring onto the opponents by one of the YOLO twins. I believe it was Logan. And then I think the other one, Johan, dove off the other side of the ring to clip Kendrick. And the match was on. So we got some stereo super kicks, some high octane offense. I really enjoyed this first match. All the more because like... Almost near the end of it, it seemed like the Deadly Sins were going to win, but Mike Madrigal was being Mike Madrigal and delivered the GTS to Vlad Sinsik and left him there for dead, or well, left him there to be attacked by the YOLO twins with a dual super kick, the two-night stand, and for the pinfall. However, while one of the twins was just celebrating, the other one was taken out by Marky and Kendrick, and the Kaka Ebros pinned Vlad Sinsik. One, two, three, and they got their second. Oh, I mean, they got their second win. Sounds like good, man. And man, I'm I'm excited because I think I believe, if memory serves me right, this match. All right, this match that the Kaka Ebros won are gonna shoot them up to the number one contendership for the tag team titles. So they'll face either John Sebastian or Trian Delatore and Evan Carlo in the next event. Or maybe at Vendetta. I, I don't know. Whatever. You'd get the drill. They're number one contenders now. I think. I hope they are. Because that's cool. And yes, speaking of champions, the next match had a former two-time PWR Campeon ng Pinas in Chris Panzer. And he took on the Mandal Martivo. And my god, these guys, I loved the first few seconds or few minutes of this match. They had an amazing sequence of chain wrestling there. Um, I kind of like how Panzer was trying to ground Martivo. But Martivo was there to deliver the old school. To deliver the a good neckbreaker on Panzer for a two count. Um, however, uh, I think Panzer went on a rally. He 
delivered a block on the gravité and he delivered a perfect moonsault off the corner for a two count. However, when Panzer tried to deliver the Eagle's Blast near the end, it was when Martivo caught him on the corner, stopped him there, Hurricane Rana him off the top turnbuckle, and right there and then he grabbed him for the gravité. And after the pinfall, Martivo scored one of his biggest wins yet, defeating a two-time champion in Chris Panzer. Now, as a fan of both guys and as a fan of Martivo, I am so stoked to see where this win is going to give or bring the Mandal to. To the Is it going to bring him to the next level in the next set of shows? Uh, we'll see, heck. He might be the next challenger if ever Quattro doesn't. Oh, cripes. Did I just spill? Oh, yeah, I can spoil it. This is a review anyway. So yeah, just in case Quattro fails to dethrone Ralph, maybe it would be Martivo's turn. Maybe, uh, you know, you can never tell. So yeah, maybe a possible world title shot is in the works for the Mandal. And congratulations on the big win, Martivo. And speaking of congrats, we got a congratulatory note for the Revo Ranger, he not only respawned in the next match, because he became the tag team partner of Bolt. He looked freaking stacked, like freaking jacked in his new gear. I, I I thought it was someone else, but it was still the same guy. It was good. Um, So yeah, like I said after the show, I'm impressed. Like that ring gear of Revo Ranger right now makes him really more like Revo Ranger, like how do I say this? It's a word. It's like larger than life. Like a, like how you see a Power Ranger. Point is, I like Revo Ranger's new gear. And this tag team match was Revo Ranger and Bolt taking on Super Nintendo and Jan Evander, PWD, who broke the fingers of Bolt. Ah, oh, God, that was very, very, very painful looking. Ouch. Thank God he's not near me right now. If ever he was, he might have broken my fingers and I couldn't type the keyboards. And that's going to be very disastrous for my career. No, seriously, it's part of my job right now. Anyway, uh, speaking of the match, uh, it was a very enjoyable match, which led to the defeat of Nintendo and Jan Evander when Revo Ranger and Bolt delivered a leg sweep Revo punch combo to Super Nintendo. Now, after the match... Oh boy, that was uh, very scary for me because guess who the new ally of Jani Vander and Nintendo is? It's the inaugural, it's the very first all-out war champion. Yeah, it's the apocalypse and he mauled, he took down Reveranger and Bolt and the trio delivered a uh, assisted elevated neck breaker of sorts and that was very impressive so now we have apocalypse evander and super nintendo as a group and i'm telling you pwr has to watch out for this trio they might make a path of destruction soon heck even just with the apocalypse alone what more two dangerous guys in super nintendo and a cerebral guy in jenny vander now, let's go on to the next match. We got All Out War. Oh boy. <laughs> we just talked about All Out War Champion Apocalypse. Now we have the All Out War Champion right now, the Warlord. And may I say, I like his new 
ring gear and the face paint was cool. And speaking of face paint, the next guy up was Dax here. I'm going to talk about Dax. Uh, the, the costume was pretty tight, pretty good though. The horns make him stand out and the jacket was pretty awesome. And I think the face paint reminded me more of one of those villains in Bioman. Uh, if you guys remember Bioman in the 90s, uh, we saw it on IBC 13. I don't know. I think it fits his evil doer gimmick or angry man gimmick right now because he is for the manor. In this case, he's for Dadax. Uh, speaking of new ring gear, I'm also digging the tights or the pants thing of Sandata with dual colors. Yeah, I like that. Um, and now we go to Quattro. Uh, no more mask, but he doesn't need no mask. He's freaking awesome either way. And this match was very, very good for me. All four men were there at ringside doing their best to be the next all-out war champion or being the best all-out war champ uh, in the case of Alexander Belmonte III. Awesome highlights it's as that spot where in Quattro had a gear actually he had a TMD shirt so yeah if you guys remember the TMD training of Jake DeLeon to the Naughty Boys yeah good call back there but apparently TMD means something else to Dak so it got him a bit triggered <laughs> that was amusing um, and speaking of Dax there was a sling blade party but afterwards or before that there was an arm drag party by Sandata um, speaking of Dax again and Quattro sad to say Dax was on the receiving end of a very devastating devastating elbow drop from Quattro that was through the chair and onto the neck area of Dax and that's gonna be very painful for Mr. Saviera. I hope I said that right. Now Mr. Saviera would not be the winner here even though he delivered the Balete driver on Sandata because he got he, he ate the Destino from Quattro but when Quattro was trying to do that on AB3 he gets hit in the face by Kidlat while AB3 was holding him and that was the ending when Belmonte grabbed Sandata and drove him with the Belmonte driver to def to retain the All Out War Championship 1-2-3 now the next match features a title that was once a part of Alexander Belmonte and his idol during his network days and I still believe he's still part of the network and yes if you don't get it it's the PWR Tag Team Championship it's the tag match between John Sebastian and Crystal taking on the Naughty Boys Trian De La Torre and Evan Carlo who by the way have an episode here at Jobber Talk you can check it out it's our August 6th episode check it out at the archives all right now back to the match now this happened as TDT and ECX were the number one contenders for the title and the uh, event before made them think twice of their allegiance to AMA JS W L A S yes as he took out not only Camus and Tutan but also their interns, Jemmerlin. Oh, I meant to say intern, 
Yeah, that was this one intern. The other intern, um, Boyet, apparently quit because Boyet is now a dad. Congrats, Boyet, congrats. Hashtag Daddy Boyet. Um, yes, on to the match. Now, it was Evan Carlo and Crystal who started it off, but Crystal quickly tagged out to John Sebastian, who then was at the receiving end of a couple of double T moves, including the Calbee trigger from TDT and ECX. Now, with Tree and Delatore in, however, the problem was, a few moments later, he would be isolated by Crystal and John Sebastian, and they were trying to not let him tag out to Evan Carlo. Eventually, the power of friendship was too strong, and Evan Carlo got in and he was a house on fire. They even dropped the Naughty Bomb, which I think was a gory special where TDT drops Evan Carlo on top of John Sebastian. Yeah, if ever that's wrong, please do correct me at the comment section below or Facebook me or message me, whatever, okay? The darkest nyor was applied to John Sebastian, but Crystal was there to break it up. A few moments later, though, this time it was the tech nyor of Evan Carlo locked up on John Sebastian, and Crystal tried to get in the ring to break it off again, but this time it was Trian Delatore, grabbed Camus and Tutan who were there a few moments earlier to watch the festivities, or I mean to watch the match, and eventually Gemerlin stormed into ringside to help his boss fend off Crystal, and eventually John Sebastian tapped out and we got new tag team champions. Let me tell you something guys, the crowd, myself included, Mark the hell out after that announcement that they have new tag team champs and Trian Delatore and Evan Carlo. Uh, these guys have been popular to the Revo Nation since their debut as a tag team. From the Carlo show to their antics in the ring to them finally getting the tag team belts. And I think one of them pointed this out. This was the same week or the same date that the network got the tag team titles off the YOLO twins. And just like today, those were two, these are two big victories in the PWR tag team championship history. So once again, I would like to congratulate the Naughty Boys for winning the PWR tag team titles. And yes, I find that to be very, very nice. Speaking of nice. We got a PHX title match between two OG PWR guys. That's the Philippine Hybrid X champion or Philippine Excellence champion now. Um, the social media sinister Ken Warren taking on the Senorito, Jake DeLeon and this amazing one-on-one -on -one match. Now let me tell you guys, their very first match I heard was at 2014 at Revolution Now, which was a testing show for PWR. Eventually, they did face off, like, I think one match at APCC when it was the title reign of Jake DeLeon. He faced off with Ken Warren, and I was there. I would like to say that I enjoyed that match, and this time, we got this match, and this was a bigger stage compared to the previous two one-on-one -on -one clashes they had. Though I do feel they had faced each other one-on-one -on -one as well. There was a third occasion that I might have forgotten. 
please hit me up on the Twitter if ever you do. Now, I was thinking that Ken Warren would go to the JDL level, and he did, as both men had a nice chain wrestling sequence that, just like a previous match, dodged some super kicks, man. Super kicks. I enjoyed how Ken Warren delivered that DDT on JDL. It had a high elevation for me. Or maybe that was my view, but yeah, it was kind of high in elevation uh, before he delivered the DDT. We got a hard clothesline from JDL, and JDL delivered his Latigo. An elevated Boston Crab by the Senorito on Ken Warren, and it seemed like he was going to tap out, but Ken Warren managed to get to the ropes and break the hold. Now JDL with a Senorito kick. But Ken Warren fights back with a sunset flip bomb eventually. Now, remember that uh, Senorito kick? Well, let's just say Ken Warren telegraphed a super kick of his own when JDL kind of sprung himself from the ropes. And mid-air, he got that super kick mid-air. Bam! That was hot. And beforehand... JDL delivered an a leap and drop, but Ken Warren got out of it on the count of two. The end saw JDL delivering two successive a leap and drops, and he transitioned it to an in a cell lock. But it was that moment where Ken Warren avoided it or got out of the in a cell lock, only to walk into a third a leap and drop, and that was it. The match was over and Jake DeLeon is your new PHX champion. He joins John Sebastian and Alexander Belmonte III as the third man to have held at least two different PWR titles. He was once a PWR champion, so that's, I think, two reigns as PWR champion. And this is his first reign as PHX champion. Now let's go on to the second to the last match, a very interesting match it, it was. It featured two high-flying duo guys named Zayden Trudeau and Koto Hiro. And it included a third man in Rhetoric Mahaba. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant to say Mainstream Mahaba. Now it was a nice way for him to be reintroduced into this matchup because originally he was here but he had to pull out because of some movie or scheduling conflicts and when both guys were in the ring and were ready to fight the lights went out this promo of the movie only life where he was starring alongside vong navarro and a couple of other guys was on the screen and then we see his new video entrance that says Mainstream Mahaba. New robe. And I love the robe, by the way. And he now has a PA, a personal assistant by the name of Marty or RT or RT. Well, we'll get the right spelling eventually. I really marked out to see like he even had a personal assistant. Now, he introduced himself as Mainstream Mahaba and he will join this match as per the order or as per his request to John Sebastian. It was a bit funny when Mahaba left the match or left the ring right away once the bell rung and let the two guys at it. Like, 
let Zayden Trudeau and Koto Hero fight each other out. And they did with some amazing chain wrestling sequences. And after they were done, Mahaba slid in, attacked Zayden from behind, and tried to control the match. Tried to even grab one of them and ask them to give him some goddamn respect. But each time he tried to club them, what the other guy attacks him to block it. So eventually, mainstream Mahaba got so frustrated, he just stepped in front of them and screamed out, Give me some goddamn respect! And it worked, because they paused and they said, Okay, and then he got two drop kicks instead. So yeah, that was a very hilarious point in the match. I enjoyed that part, man, seriously. Another enjoyable part was the double springboard dropkick of Koto Hiro and Zayden Trudeau to Rhetoric Mahaba that incapacitated him momentarily for them to fight each other again. The end saw Zayden delivering the Canadian Destroyer on Koto Hiro and delivering a 630 splash on the masked man. But while Koto Hiro was down, while Zayden was about to pin him, Rhetoric, uh, <clears throat> mainstream Mahaba was there to swoop in, toss out Zayden Trudeau, get the victory one, two, three, and my God, he got the victory over two guys who apparently will be leaving after this match. So, yes, mainstream Mahaba got the mainstream victory. Congrats. And congrats on the PA for his very first in-ring appearance. And I really see some big things on this PA, this RT guy in the future. After the match, Koto Hiro shared a few words to the Revonation saying that it was his time to go. But he will be back. And he passed the microphone to Zayden Trudeau, who also made his farewell speech to the Revonation and thanked everyone from the crowd to everyone in PWR, to everyone in the Philippine local wrestling scene. And he topped it all off and said, Mula sa ko, malakas pala ang ihi ko. I didn't really get it at first. It sounded like a inside joke because before he said that Tagalog term, he said he got that line from the YOLO twins. So, of course, it was... It might have been the joke there. But after the show, I got something from a couple of my friends and they told me the story. I don't want to talk about it here because I don't think it's my place to reveal to you guys about the Malakasang Ihiko story. Maybe when Zayden Trudeau returns, we'll have that interview and maybe he will reveal that to us. All right. Now let's go on to the main event. It is the PWR Championship match. It was Ralph Imabayashi, the longest reigning and defending PWR Campeon ng Pinas against Main Max, the longest reigning PHX Championship holder. It was a very physically taxing match that saw both men trying to out-wrestle one another. Ralph Imabayashi tried to target the leg first, but it did not work. So he got the opening and focused on Main Max's arm. Now throughout the match, he would target that said arm, trying to get the upper hand on the former PHX champion. 
eventually we saw main max fighting back and delivering an amazing power bomb into an elevated boston crab on the pwr champion ralph managed to get to the ropes just to break the hold and at one point after that the referee got hit and he went down that was a time wherein ralph tried to deliver the sonic crusher but main max slipped by well slipped out of it and he delivered the Blitzkrieg. Sadly, the referee was down, so no one was counting to three until the referee got up, but Ralph managed to get a shoulder up. The ending of this match saw Ralph Imabayashi being sent through the ropes, and he bounced back, caught by, got caught by Main Max, and he did a little tilt before he grabbed Main Max's arm and delivered an arm bar, grounded Main Max, and eventually he started to crank up that arm of the challenger and eventually Main Max tapped out and we got your ra still your reigning and defending PWR Campeon ng Pinas Ralph Imabayashi. I was really amazed by the uh, technical know-how of both guys in this main event. I, I liked how they really tried to be the harder hitter here but eventually Ralph still won by submission. After the match Ralph Imabayashi and Mainstream Mahaba got on the mic and said they have chosen four contenders for the PWR belt. I forgot who they were all. I kind of forgot who the names were, but I know one of the names were was what Samoan Papa, the Ninja, and I think Makata. But the fourth one, oh, I remember the fourth one, and that's the one they chose. Number four was Quattro, and he will face Ralph. I think in the next event, that's September 23, at the Power Max Center Spotlight in Circuit Makati. The Lightbringer went to ringside and tried to face off Ralph and Rhetoric Mahaba, but the champion and his partner left, with Mahaba saying, Beware, Quattro, the light. Maybe bright, but it burns. Or something to that extent. So I am so excited to see that matchup. All in all, I really loved watching PWR Renaissance. I can't wait to see their next match. I mean, I can't wait to see their next show next month if ever I can make it. So thank you again, PWR. And thank you guys for listening to Jobber Talk. Thank you again, PWR, for putting on a fabulous fabulous show and thank you to koto hero have a safe trip and thank you zayden trudeau for not only being part of pwr and having an awesome one year run but also being a cool guest who's always down for a recording i really hope you're back home safe and sound getting ready for your studies and stuff and yeah while it pains me to know that yeah He's not going to be wrestling anytime soon in PWR. That's not the only loss I'll take personally. It's like, well, a couple of my friends who were there just to watch Zayden Trudeau may not be there watching anymore because, well, he's gone. Unless, of course, you know, they have a new favorite, maybe a certain light bringer that will bring them back in anyway in the future shows. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And that's it, guys. Uh, oh, man, uh, I can't wait for the next episode because if you're listening right now then you know the 
latest episode of the Smartgilas Pilipinas podcast features my friend Kel Fabi, who is also apparently leaving. Damn it. But yes, next episode is a very special Jobber Talk episode called What If? The topic, what if Bill Goldberg's streak in WCW remained undefeated? And it features myself, Kel Fabi, and a special guest. Though I heard a handful of you guys already know who it is. Well, you know, I'd like to reveal it here, but... If you guys know who it is, I don't have to. Just wait for the damn episode, because it's gonna be fun. Alright? Speaking of fun, uh, after the show, after PWR Renaissance, I took a few pictures of myself with a couple of the wrestlers. The Naughty Boys, uh, I think. uh, Of course, Zayden Trudeau. And uh, who else? Yes, with Alexander Belmonte III. The ah man, I, I almost forgot. Well, I did forget actually to take a picture of Koto Hero and JDL. M- maybe next show, you know. Maybe there's always next time. But hey guys, Tito Titi here and Martin. Uh, ano yun? Impinicturan? What the hell, man? That's really, really bad. Ah, uh, yeah, I know, Tito Titi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will try to get more pictures next time, okay? And speaking of having a safe trip, have a safe trip to one of our fellow PWR fans and maybe a Jobber Talk listener, our friend Hannah, who is now going to the UK. And that said, I'll leave you guys with these usual messages. Please don't forget to help this site unsucked by being a monthly patron. That's patreon.com slash channel14. We also have a Twitter that's at ch14 on the Twitter. We got a YouTube. You can check out all our other shows at channel14.com, including Radio Norm, Third World Linux, Bodega Nights, and Third World Gaming, which featured a few weeks ago, Brawl Fest 2018. How'd you like that, huh? And that's it. I'll see you guys next month with our special What If episode. (laughs) 